And we're back. Lost in the shuffle, Pete and John. This is a fake smile, but we are episode 56, he, July 12th. He just, shared, he just shared with me uh, behind the scenes that he's actually pissed off, but he's going to try to fake it for the audience here. So let's see let's see if he can pull it off. Bro, I fucking hate I can't do it. Like, you know, I'd like to think, oh, I'm, I could be a good actor. I could be a good actor. If I'm pissed off, dude, I am going to look and act pissed off. It's so hard for me to like push it off to the side you know what i, I mean? can i can do it but the people that know me really well will would be able to tell like oh he's probably upset but yeah i mean i have to do that all the time uh for so many things like mm-hmm. like act like i'm not upset when i'm upset that's i feel like that's being an adult a lot but of i that. can i can do the opposite like if i was really happy i could like be chill about it but if you're super upset you can't fake it no it's just like I didn't you take upset. an acting class? Yeah, didn't you take several acting classes. Yeah, at Second City. Yeah, didn't work. I just I don't I don't got it, dude. I don't <laughs> got the <laughs> can't do it. I'm just too fucking emotional. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can do it if I have to. It, if I if I don't do it well, then I'm choosing. I want to let the other person know that I'm upset. Like I'm making a conscious effort to let them know, Hey, I'm pissed off and I'm want you to know about it. But if I really don't want them to know about it, I could probably fake it. Yeah. Yeah. What am I? Anywho. Yeah. So, so we got a couple topics best. today. I know you have to run, you have to go to your wife's cousin's birthday party, um, yes. which I guess is more important than the podcast. Whatever. Yeah, um, right. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to try not to take that personally. Spoiler alert. I am. I am. Um, All-Star Games coming up. You're going to be there. I will uh, be there. You will be there. Can we talk real quick before we get into the topics about yeah. that? Because next week, I'm get, you'll. this will be when the All-Star Game is happening. Unless you want to do a pod, like a live pod from, or record a pod from the parking lot of Dodger Stadium, which would be hilarious. Also, possibly dangerous, but also yeah. interesting. Def, probably not a pod because I'm not bringing any of my equipment. I can't bring all this shit on the plane. I could do like a live or something, okay. but yeah, I'm going to fly out Saturday afternoon. Um, yeah, Saturday. Yeah, Saturday afternoon. Get there like Saturday evening. They have some like uh, Fan Fest stuff Sunday. Sweet. Um, fan Fest stuff on Sunday, I'm guessing. And then Home Run Derby, I will be there Monday. in the stadium. Awesome. On Monday, and then All-Star Game on Tuesday. So I'll be there for four nights. If anybody is in L.A. or, you know, content creator, baseball content creator, sports stuff around for that event, hit me up in my DMs, slide into them. Maybe we can um, make some stuff together. Dude, can't wait, man. It's going to be awesome. Uh, speaking of the All-Star Game, a lot of topics to get to. And the first one, let's define – what an all-star really is okay Mm -hmm. so if you're just looking at the statistics uh that's not what gets you into the all-star game and and credit to major league baseball who has had a very difficult time marketing their players they for for whatever reason they do understand what an all-star is and the equation for an all-star is production plus star power Okay. Well, so I also a, think it's a huge, that's a huge thing. It's not just production. It's it do, do the fans want to see this particular player? But there is, there's one group of people who really can define an all-star John. And I think me and you both know who that is. And that is smash mouth. Well, of course get your game. Hey, on. Now you're an all-star. 
dude that how dude that would be so funny if, if one year insane. instead of putting a ballot out and having the fans do it that they were like commissioner manfred is like this year i think all al and nl all all-stars are going to be selected by the band smash mouth and then instead of the national anthem they sang all-star before the first pitch and then I'll Shrek see. comes out during the seventh inning. Mike stretch, Myers comes out as Shrek. Obviously. Uh, and Eddie Murphy comes out as Donkey, which is great because he lives close by. He's an L.A. person. Um, I think but yes, you said production and star power. Production if, and star power. Because And not- obviously your team doesn't have to matter because we have players on these shitty-ass teams who are representing uh, their team, their league, because they are standout players um, in their own right. Yeah, for sure. So, so people like Brandon Nimmo and Tommy Edmond, um, you know, these guys have great numbers, but do you know? Do you really want to see them over Trey Turner, or Dansby Swanson, or some someone like that? You know, like you don't. You know, it's who'd you rather see? And yeah, Freddie Freeman is is good, but you know, he doesn't have. I don't think Freddie Freeman really has star power. He's just really good at baseball. Mm-hmm. Some might say Mike Trout doesn't have star power. He's just unbelievably I w- good. I would agree with that too. At, yeah. at baseball. And people is like, oh, he's the best player in the league, but he doesn't have star power. Certainly sure. not as much as Bryce Harper. Um, and that's what the all-star game is. Like Tim Anderson is starting shortstop for the American league. Like he has good numbers, but is he better than Xander Bogarts? I don't know, but the fans certainly like him a lot more than Xander Bogarts, so he's the starting shortstop. This is also it, a star fan, power matters. This is also a fan voted All Star game too, yes. so we have to understand that the the fans are voting, so that's going to reflect in who's getting voted. Right? Those bigger markets are going to get a lot more turnout than smaller market teams. I mean, that's just how it is because they have so many more people in their demographic voting for sure and like you said they want to see stars they don't necessarily want to see like oh he's got uh, a better uh wrc plus and well actually his uh, rbis versus left-handed pitchers are a lot worse than right hand that kind of shit where it's like no i want to see the biggest stars like yeah yeah definitely so okay so a couple snubs well let me ask you who do you think who is the most surprising of all the all-stars in your opinion? I oh, have, gotta, I have one. You go ahead. I'm going to pull up the list. Jose Trevino for the Yankees, Yankees okay. catcher. So they didn't even acquire Trevino from the Rangers until April 2nd. So halfway through May, he's hitting 175 with seven hits. And now he's arguably the unlikeliest all-star you'll ever see. So he was, Drafted in the 27th round in 2013 by the Tigers. Um, but he's been incredible for the Yankees and it's, you know, has been phenomenal for them. And um, then let's look at the Yankees following. Yankees have a big following too. Of so course. their players are going to turn so, out. Social media matters big time. So I, so I was, they were talking about the Angels and uh, a player was talking about, you know, going on the bus and team hotels and different places. And, you know, Mike Trout is, and has been on the team for years and Mike Trout, you know, 
there's not a ton of people that are waiting, you know, for him outside on the bus at the hotel, but Otani people are going insane for him, mm. just losing it. And I understand he's international and he's from Japan. So there's a huge baseball following there, but again, like social media followers, PR, media coverage, that stuff matters. And so I know he is deserving to be there, but even if his stats were significantly less impressive, he probably would get um, he probably would get nominated for the All-Star game because of his star power. And that's he's arguably the most popular uh, player right now in the major leagues. It's not even close. Well, like you mentioned too, he, he does have the uh, international uh, power. For sure. Um, someone yeah. here that I see, I would say is kind of um, surprising, Andrew Benintendi. I mean, you play in a, sh- a shitty Royals team in a well, shitty division. Very you're irrelevant. Bat- you're you're very irrelevant. You're batting three thirteen. Very good. Most people and a lot of guys, especially if you're into advanced analytics, don't give a fucking shit about batting average. Okay, right. runs. You've scored thirty five runs. Not very good. Thirty five RBIs and two stolen bases. You got a slug under a hundred. Um, I mean, what other numbers here stand out to you that's saying that you are an all star? Besides the fact that you're the best player on your shitty team no i completely agree but also right. every team has needs a representative right so isn't he their lone representative um yeah i mean you could say uh bobby witt maybe right um I know, sal, team. Awesome. I know sal perez um is injured but um i mean he was he was playing really well up until he got hurt so i don't know it's um i think that's that's one that kind of stands out to me as uh really Agreed. So it's more about star power than stats. It's a combination of both, but players like Tommy Edmond getting snubbed, like I'm not surprised. He, he's a great player. He was one of the, during our second baseman preview, I thought he would be fantastic this year and he has been, but if I'm a fan, do I want to go to the all-star game and see Tommy Edmond at second base? Like not really, you know, I, I, there's so many other players I would rather see than him. So, uh, I how, talk- how do you feel? Well, before you get that, how do you feel about the legacy um, additions to the uh, All Star Game this year? Before we move away from the All Star Game, what are you referring to, Pujols and Cabrera? Correct. So now that's going to be a thing where you do like a legacy or a legends uh, pick. How do you, what do you feel about that? Well, again, if they're trying to get a younger audience, I don't think that I think they keep. <laughs> They keep reinforcing an older audience. So, like, for me, mm-hmm. it's great. I grew up on Pujols and Cabrera. You know, Pujols' early days with the Cardinals. Now he's back there. And Cabrera, you know, is early with the Marlins. Um, and like he's still hitting over 300, guy. too. I know. I mean, they're, yeah. I mean, his production is far better than Pujols, obviously. But, I mean, it's nice. But what's the point of that? Honoring these players um, because as far as a marketing perspective, you're not getting younger players. You're, it's cool for me to see, but aren't you interested in lowering your target demographic age? Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, again, I just, I, I feel like there's so many people in marketing department at major league baseball that they're out of touch. <laughs> and I'm sure it's, it's several older people, like probably analyzing data, but not understanding, definitely not understanding social media. And um, really don't understand how to appeal 
to a, a younger audience. Um, I think it's a respect thing, honestly, because who knows how much playing time are they going to get? Honestly, pool host might get an at bat. Who knows if Cabrera gets an at bat? They're not. Why, they're not. Why do it much- now? Why do it now? Because I think it's a res- like a respect thing. It's Pujols' last year. We're not sure. I mean, why Mickey these has two, Why why not previous Major League Baseball players? Why do the legacy thing now? What spawned this? Maybe they just had the had the idea. This is how a, a great way to honor players who are leaving the game. You know, um, like one of those. Uh, I don't know. Like, well, yeah, the announcement. You know, and they go to every say, "Hey, this is my last season." I just a I, way to I, kind I, of like it, for what they did for the game of baseball. I guess you know. It's I don't think it's going to hurt the All Star Game because I mean they're not getting majority of the playing time. I think that's maybe the play here is like to honor these players who brought so much to the game of baseball. Agreed, but I think. All Major League Baseball, their only marketing play or the way they, they're trying to solve issues is like just keep doubling down on on nostalgia. like oh, nostalgia and history. <laughs> yeah. And like, dude, spoiler alert, like young people, they don't give a shit about nostalgia. They don't care. They don't care right. about history. They well, live, they haven't been around long enough. Well, they know. haven't been around long enough. They live but in nostalgia out. is very powerful. Yeah, but not to younger people. And no, I don't think I don't sure. think in 2022 anymore. We talked about this earlier with like recruiting in, in college football. Like Notre Dame doesn't get great recruits anymore like they did in the 80s uh, right. because no one wants to go to South Bend. They're like, uh, what's yeah. my life going to be like? Uh, I'd rather play at Miami and I'd right. rather play at USC or UCLA. Uh, I As long as I play, um, I'd rather yeah. spend my college days there versus Notre Dame. I don't give a shit well, about now. They're going to be in the big 10. So oh, yeah. Okay. But like, <laughs> yeah. I don't care. I don't care about some of that nostalgia. Like I want to live in the now. And I think young people like it's cool that they're doing this, but again, major league baseball keeps doubling down on these old tropes and these old nostalgic plays that are great for us. But again, you're not lowering your target demographic. And that is, what major league baseball should be trying to do. And the all-star game is a great opportunity for that. And they're so fucking stupid. They keep doubling down on the same things every time. Uh, It's just frustrating to see something else. That's frustrating. I'm going to move on. Move. Death of the starting pitcher. Jeff Passan wrote a great story uh, a few days ago, basically talking about the death of the starting pitcher saying it's a dying breed, which obviously it is ironically earlier today. uh, Shane Bieber (laughs) threw a complete game. Uh, one and run against the the White Sox, uh, but the White Sox have pretty much have given up at this point because they have an insane person running their ball club, and they're like, "Well, that's just it's like the like a the march to the inevitable. Like they're just can't get over their shitty manager." But it's like if Mister Magoo had a was in charge of a baseball team, pretty much. It's like you have like a great baseball. It's like you have yeah. It's like you have a absolutely. Mr. Magoo. Yeah, you have like this gorgeous car, like this like Ferrari or Lamborghini or something that just like flies or like a, a, a dope Tesla. And then you have like a paraplegic. Some, yeah, some, to drive moron, it. some moron driving it. And it's like, well, like this is a waste. And you can, I feel like this whole season for the White Sox has been a, a total waste. Um, and it sucks because we're, we're halfway through the season and there's like no end in sight. Like the players are just super lethargic and Bieber just completely just was amazing today. Um, but he went, he went uh, the distance, but that rarely happens anymore. So basically what Passon is saying is yeah. Third time through the order, um, you know, batting averages, WR, you know, all of the offensive categories and stats increase exponentially after the third time to the, through the order. So they don't want pitchers, managers, front offices do not want pitchers facing the lineup a third time. And if they do, 
their replace for a cavalcade of relievers that inevitably throw, you know, over a hundred miles an hour. So it's a problem, but based off Passon's article, what's interesting is there used to be superstars in this game and, you know, it was appointment television. Oh, we're going to watch Koufax pitch. We're going to watch Palmer pitch. We're going to watch Bob Gibson pitch Schilling. Um, you know, Roger Clemens, the, these types of, of pitchers. And that doesn't exist anymore. There is no appointment television anymore. And it, one, it hurts the game. And two, he kind of broke down the numbers and Theo Epstein was quoted uh, in it as well. Theo's idea is to reduce the number of pitchers on a staff to 11. Therefore, making your ball club decide like, okay, it's fine. If you don't want your, your starting pitchers to pitch long, uh, pitch a lot of innings and go deep in the game, then you're going to use up your bullpen really quickly. And, but you mm. only have 11. You can't, you, can't you, you don't have a lot of options where you can bring in guy after guy, night after night, night just throwing gas. So that's a great thing there. But also, you know, according to Theo Epstein, the data should, the data shows we're not keeping pitch, pitchers any healthier. All we're doing is limiting how much they work. And so what Passon's article is essentially saying is, there, is everyone's trying to reduce the number of innings, save their arms. Mm-hmm. But it's not necessarily the number of innings that they're pitching is the problem. It's how hard they're throwing. It's all of those things that they've been doing at driveline, increasing velocity. And it's why you've seen pitchers with longevity – over a long time period of their career, don't throw really hard. Sure. Um, Greg Maddox, 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 Burley jinx. Um, there you go. So it's a great point. And, and so there's this notion that, Oh, like I want to, I want to keep my guys innings down. But if the guys, if like El Contra for Miami is mm. throwing 91 mile an hour changeups, like that dude's going to hurt his arm regardless of how many innings he pitched just because of the wear and tear on your elbow and shoulder, the hu- the human arm is not built to withstand that type of velocity yeah. and force night after night. So, so it is a really interesting article. Um, well, as you and- know, John, as a pitcher, you know yeah. the difference between pitching and throwing, right? And I think that's what goes into it too. There's a lot of these young kids that come up and they are hurlers. They throw the ball very hard, but it's a game of pitching. Kyle Hendricks dotting the corner, using a changeup, movement on a ball, changing eye levels, all those things that go into pitching as opposed to just I'm throwing it 100 miles an hour as fast as I can, right? Right. Yeah. So I don't know what fixes this. I mean, hopefully they go to 11. I Do you think they're going to move the mound back? I mean, at this point, I have no idea. I mean. I think they're going to have to. Like, I don't think guys are going to. I think people are just going to continue to throw hard. It's just the most efficient way to miss bats. Um, I think they're going to have to move. How far? A little bit. It, it, they said if they move it back a few inches, it, it reduces a tick or two of velocity um, on a fastball. So what was 93 is 91. Um, but I do think that's that's going to happen because there's they're so you know, I know. So another problem is players are not incentivized for contact. Which is a which is another problem. They're paid to hit home runs, and so therefore they train for that. And so they don't. There's no consequence. They don't care. Uh, they don't care if they are, you know, striking out all the time out, because yeah. they are incentivized to to for weighted runs created plus, like hitting extra base hits, hitting home runs, and those types of things. Um, but I I do think that they're going to have to move the mound back. I think it is one of the only ways they're going to increase contact and movement in this game. 
And also, I think the pitch clock is going to work. I know you don't believe that's going to help, but it statistically has reduced games by like 28 minutes, almost a half an hour in the minor leagues. So there's a ton of data and evidence that it will help move things along. Um, and I think they're going to, I think they understand that they have to because this game, um, I don't think will ever go away. Obviously, there's such a huge, it's such a, you know, American staple. But um, it will always be old people, uh, an older demographic. It will never be uh, consumed by a younger generation. Um, and it'll just be like it is now. And people will, will have an affinity and grow an affinity for baseball as they get older. But it will never compete um, with the other major sports uh, in the United States. Well, let's and talk part- about one reason why, John. Go ahead. Sorry, finish your thought. Well, part of me thinks like, I don't think they give a shit. Because if they still make money, if they're still making money, which they are, they technically make more money than the NBA because they have more games, to, you know, concessions, tickets, all, all those types of things. They actually make more money than the NBA. I don't think they care as long as revenues go up. But there's a reason Rob Manfred, um, yes, poor public perception, but hasn't been fired yet is because he's doing a great job financially for the 30 owners who are essentially his boss. So it can be, it can drop to... Uh, it can drop lower in popularity in the United States, but again, if it makes money, I don't think any of them care. I really don't, which is a bummer. And if you're a young kid and you're really not into school or you're not too, I don't know, intelligent, but you have a very good athletic prowess, you have, you're very athletic, right? And you're in high school and you play multiple sports. What sport are you going to try? And you, and you can't afford college. Maybe you can't afford college. I mean, it's very expensive for for majority of people, whether you can afford it or not, it's still expensive. What sport are you going to choose to pursue in college? I'm going to tell you what, it's not baseball. You know why? Because most baseball teams, if not every college baseball team has uh, 11 scholarship or no one scholarship that they can give out. Do you know this number? Yeah, it's it's, a, vi- it's very few. It's like a fraction with it's football like one, and baseball. And this is the Kyler, this is the Kyler Murray thing. This is Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray was drafted by the A's, um, but he was also going to be a top pick in the NFL draft. And it was a no. And ba- I have heard baseball was his favorite sport, and he loves baseball and really wanted to play it. But the money was a no-brainer, not only the money, immediately starting for an NFL team, a quarterback. Also, he goes and decides to play baseball. Guess what? He's not going to the Oakland Coliseum. He's no. going to, like, double-A Sacramento and right. riding a, a crappy bus night after night that's uncomfortable, staying in, you know, La Quinta Inns. For who knows how many years. Exactly. Watch your mouth. Exactly, and that's the thing, like, yeah, he gets maybe a nice signing bonus, but there's no guarantees. Right. NFL, top pick, there's no guaranteed contracts in the NFL, but that signing bonus is guaranteed money. It's about the only guaranteed money you get in the NFL. And so it's a no-brainer. But even coming out of high school, too, like you don't need any – I mean, the school provides equipment for football, but in baseball you need a lot of equipment. There's a lot of – you know, it's it's a very skilled game, so there's a lot of – you know, there's a lot of equipment that you need, a, a batting – a batting helmet, a bat, a batting cage, places to practice. Um, it's expensive. And so the odds are not in your favor, number one, to get a scholarship. But two, right. you want to play quickly and you want to get paid quickly. Football and basketball is easily uh, the way to go. It's a, no, it's a no-brainer. 
Um, yeah, I mean, there's different and, and levels. And less and less kids are playing baseball which, at a young age, which is uh, which is not good. But one of the reasons for that, there's you know, there's technology. There's so many other things that you could do, and so you have to. It's really incumbent upon Major League Baseball and baseball in general to, you know, make this sport more appealing to young people. And with this legacy thing, it's like, yeah, that's great, but you're not solving the problem. You're just you're just reinforcing your target demo, which is a 55 year old white male. You know what I think is going to help the demo? The home run derby, bro. Tell me that lineup so far is not electric. Dude, it's going to be sick. So happy Alonzo is back. Minus pool host, but yeah. Minus Pujols. Pujols is going to be sad. Pujols is going to be gassed after like eight swings. I was going to uh, say it's a yeah, that's a, a marathon, dude. Yeah, that's like a that was like like a, that, yeah, that's a legacy move. But yeah, so Pete Alonso, Ronald Cunha, Cunha Jr., Albert Pujols, Soto, sleeper Soto. I, Soto actually might be my pick. I just have a feeling, and Schwarber, which is going to be incredible. So Alonso obviously is. He's the reigning champion, right? Back-to-back derby champion. Back-to-back. So, I like him, too, because, like, he... Obviously, he hits bombs, but also, he wants it, too. Like, he, he he's he, aggressive, and he wants to win. He like, has... It's, it's it's like a pride a competitive like he, edge. Yes. And he doesn't, like... He's, like, laughing and having a good time, but, like, he... Make no mistake, like, he wants to win that tournament, and he has that mm-hmm. edge. Some dudes are just, like, up there goofing around, taking you know, like half-ass hacks, which we've seen in the past too. And as a viewer, I'm like, okay, like, you know, like I want to see someone up there who actually wants to win. And I think the timer was a genius, genius move. It's changed the entire competition like 100%. That completely changed it. So I can't wait for it. As long as it's enforced. I was a little pissed off when Bryce Harper, when his dad was pitching, Mm -hmm. um, or was it was it his dad or, or yeah I think it was his, it was dad. his dad yeah and and he was throwing them before the balls were landing and I'm like all right dude chill it out with your just for men gray beard blackout on your beard um but he was <laughs> he was uh, launching those uh, baseballs before they were touching the ground which is illegal and I'd like to see that called next time but this field dude is so freaking good Who are you taking I feel like you're gonna take Schwarber because you live in Philly. Yeah, I do. Love, I would like dude, to see love Schwarber. I do love Schwarber. And you know how he many is times? Aw- he is awesome. He's been hitting bombs. He's on my fantasy team too, as you You know how many people tell me that I look like him too? And I'm not trying to toot my own horn. It's not like he's like a super handsome guy, but um, I, 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 and I don't see it. I don't see it that much, honestly. Do they know that you're a lefty hitter? No. I mean, these are just like random people when I'm talking about Phillies or Kyle Schwarber. You talk about Kyle Schwarber a lot. I do. I love Kyle Schwarber, dude. My goal, like if I... So I got a, I got this actually sweet uh, Phillies hat the other day. You have the coolest hats. Um, By the way, I saw your All Star Cubs hat, which is amazing. Yeah. So I got is the, the back Cubs of the hats one. as bad as you thought. Um, when I put it on, no. When you're touching it, it feels cheap. I mean, it's a mesh hat. It feels yeah. cheap. But um, obviously, I got all these like Phillies ones. But um, I had to get the Cubs one for the All Star game. I still got to rep my team, um, and I'm gonna get a jersey hopefully out there. Hopefully, they'll have a selection out there. But my, it would make my trip. It's already going to be a dream come true. I'm, I'm going to live a fucking a long lost dream or whatever. But if Thanks, I get dude. to meet Kyle Schwarber and just like talk to him, that would make my trip just so, so well worth it. Dude, a good content move. Just wear your Schwarber jersey because you guys kind of look alike and do like a back to back thing. 
Dude, that would be hilarious. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it would be cool. Dude, bring like, bring like. I know you have a Schwarber jersey. I'm assuming for a mm, I have a I have a Rizzo one. I have a Rizzo what? Cubs one. I haven't gotten uh, I they I wanted to get the powder blue, and I was gonna get a Nick Castellanos, and those just came out like you know towards like uh, end of April or May, something like that. Uh, I think like in the middle of May. It was like while the season was going on. But, Are you um, going into the stadium or just doing like like home, parking like? Home. Home run derby, I'm going into the stadium. I know I'll have a ticket for that. And then even if they don't get me one for the All-Star game, I'm going to just buy my own ticket. So, yeah, yeah, I will be. be amazing. Yeah, so we'll have stuff uh, to discuss after that. But, yeah, I would like to see Kyle Schwarber win or, you know, Pete Alonso too. I mean, these are just a good field. Like, like usually it's like, you know, and not to hate on anybody, but, like, you know, Trey Mancini was in it uh, a couple years ago or last year. And then yeah. – I don't know. There's some guys where you're just like, what the fuck are you? Well, doing no, here? again, it, no star power. You're like, why? Right. Why is he in here? You know, exactly. And that's Alonzo, what this is. Alonzo checks out. He's great. Derby. Soto's awesome to watch. Pujols, that doesn't really count. And we all know why yeah. he's in there. But, you know, for all the other ones are pretty good, too. Like, that's going to be awesome. It's a great yeah. Um, I know you got to go. I know you got to go to your birthday party. Um, by the way, I would be texting you a lot during that uh, home run derby. So, um, just be prepared. Um, Definitely. I'm going to have a lot of requests, a lot of like, I want a lot of shout outs. Um, I'm going to try and catch a home run. I'm going to be in the outfield. I'm pretty sure. Should. So last thing I know you have to go, uh, shifting to the NFL for a brief moment, Carolina Panthers, uh, have acquired Baker Mayfield and they're having a quote, open competition between Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold to be the starting QB. My question to you is, is Baker Mayfield good? Yes. Baker, a healthy Baker Mayfield is good. Yes. Ugh, Listen, they, he, he has been the best quarterback on the Browns in what the last three decades. Okay. And it didn't, and it's like between a field of 30 something guys, maybe it's two decades with 30 other players, right. Got him to a playoff game. Um, he, when he's healthy, he is a good quarterback. I didn't say great. I didn't say phenomenal, but he is a good quarterback. And I don't even, I don't think that constitutes as top 10. I don't think that means top 10, but maybe top 15, um, top do 17. Do you think he scrutinized because he was the number one pick? No, I don't think that had to do with anything in my opinion, at least. I just think it had to do with his play, um, in there. And then I think when he's healthy, when he's healthy, he is a good quarterback. Good. I think, you know, just like, hey. I watched him throw five interceptions against the Packers on Christmas Day with my dad. Okay. But well, he had like a torn shoulder. He had like five ailments right. that he was. His labrum or whatever. He was it's dealing like, with. It's like pizza. It's like, um, yeah, it was good. It was a good pizza. Would I eat it again? Probably not, but it was good. You know what I mean? Like, he's serviceable. You he's put probably weapons. like, I can't, he's like, I can't believe I'm getting replaced for Deshaun Watson, who yeah. like may not play because he has like eight thousand pending lawsuits against him yeah right that's like if you know bill cosby replaced ryan seacrest there it's you like, go. What, are, what are we doing here you know it's like i thought he was in trouble you know dude he's out of prison r kelly replacing bruno mars uh, i you thought know? you said yeah i gotcha bill cosby is out of prison no he's is he really yeah dude he worked How? the system some legality but he's out no way are you for real i'm pretty sure man anything is possible Pretty much, Deshaun. If just did I see Deshaun Watson under center in Week One, it was like for the Browns. Knowing everything that I know, watching so many features and like all these witnesses mm-hmm. coming forward, it's like, dude, if you have a lot of money or if you're a good athlete, 
you can do anything in this country. Oh, we know that you can do whatever you want. And, and I think uh, I, I want to think deep down that half of the fan base or the majority of fan base of Cleveland is going to boo the shit out of him and be like, fuck this guy. He sucks. He's a terrible person, but I know if he wins, they won't care. (laughs) They're going to forget. They're going to forget it in a week. If they go, if they start off two and oh, they're going to be like, well, we'll just, we'll see where it goes. Like, dude, they don't care. These people, are, out. these people are tired. They're busy with their week. All they love this team and all they care about is their team winning and they'll do it by any means necessary. They don't care who it is. Like, that's just how this country works. I know it, in it's most NFL fan bases, they wouldn't care. Well, like you said, John, if you have money or you're rich and you're famous, you can give it away with anything. If I were to come to you 10 years ago, John, if I told you 10 years ago, John, John, you got to listen. There's an island where pedophiles go and there's all royalty and celebrities and politicians and and rich people. They all go there and, and they do pedophile stuff. You'd be like, Pete. You're a fucking nut job. All right, dude. There's no way that that's real. Okay. Oh my God. There's no yeah. way that that happens. Or if you just said forward, that. Yeah. If you just said the host of The Apprentice was going to be the president, I'd be like, that is hilarious. Like, I'd right. be laughing my ass off. Yeah, or the 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 leading song from Space Jam, that singer is going to be in jail. And for... that he peed on everyone. He did. He did. <laughs> but, dude, that song is so good. Oh, it is, yeah. It, it's so weird. Like, people forgive, like, if it's a, if it's a, if it's music. I feel like people, it's the most easy thing to get over. Comedians, politicians, um, public figures, other things. I think people have a hard time. But for some reason, music, if you got a hit song, man, people are like, "Ah, I don't care. I love this song. People will forgive for music. For like some of the worst things. But if it's a great song, they're like, I'm still going to listen to it. Well, I mean, you could say the same thing with a lot of things. I mean, Yeah, but I feel like music is number one. Like Michael Jackson, dude. The, the some of the horrible things that he did in stories that came out, and I hear his music literally everywhere, all mm-hmm. the time, blasting by everybody. How about how about poetry and Edgar Allan Poe? Edgar Allan Poe married his fifteen-year-old niece. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, but that was like commonplace back then. Um, and then movies 15. as well. Woody Allen, pretty sure he did some openly pedophile stuff. Well, of course, Roman, well, uh, Roman Polanski. The- the question, can you separate the art from the artist? This is the age old question. And my, when I was younger, the answer was no. I was like, forget that person. I can't enjoy their art anymore, their TV show or their music or whatever. Now that I'm older and I think this, you know, and I'm not, I wouldn't say, I don't know if it's a good or bad thing, but like, I think now I can separate the art from the artist. Why should I deprive myself of great art and content? Because this person was, was gross like woody allen is a terrible person i watched one of his movies last night on netflix blue jasmine it's great it's a great movie i Who love the fuck his... watches blue jasmine on a i Monday watch night. blue jasmine it's good andrew dice <laughs> plays in night. it it's so funny uh that movie kicks ass woody allen is a terrible person but you know he's a great filmmaker yeah i, I say the uh, same thing about kanye west i don't care for the person but i'll Kanye's listen to some insane, of your music. But his music is incredible his some music is so good some of it yeah a lot of it is good. He's got a pretty good hit rate, I think. Yeah, he slaps at a pretty good rate. Um, we should come up with like an all-time felony list for um, like your favorite felons. We should we should go through 
we should go through who got away. Well, I feel like I know the answer to that, but athlete, like what was the worst thing an athlete did? And, but like, how good was he at the time where they let him play? Sure. Yeah. Something there. Like what was the worst thing someone did? And then how quickly did they come back and play? Yeah. I mean, I think a role does Chapman's got to be up on there. Um, Greg Hardy. A lot of baseball baseball players. Yeah. A lot of football players too. Kareem Hunt. Greg Rice. Tyreek Hill. Dude, people forget what Tyreek Hill did. What did he do? Push his pregnant girlfriend down the stairs or something. Damn. Backstreet abortion over here. People forget that. But he runs like a four point, you know, a four two forty. So people are like, well, you know, whatever. I'm not saying it's right, but it bothers me that more people don't care about it. It really does. It makes me sad mm-hmm. for society. But I know Cle- the Cleveland fan base is going to hate on him until he wins. And then they're going to be like, well, whatever. It'll like die right. down. Which is like, that's just how it works, man. Like, I think this could be a good redemption story for Baker Mayfield. I'm I'm pulling for the guy. I, I like him. Him. I, I do I do like it. My wife loves his progressive commercials. She thinks they're hilarious. Also, yeah. secretly, I think she thinks he's good looking. Yeah, I could see it. Whatever, dude. Fuck that. Guy. That's all right. You kind of look like him. Maybe. Yeah, a little bit. You know. Yeah, you know. I'm also an NFL quarterback too. Yeah, dark hair, bushy eyebrows, that whole look. I could grow a beard if I wanted to. Oh, I'm sure you have to shave every morning after you watch Blue Jasmine. Dude, don't hate on Blue Jasmine. That movie is good. I've never seen it. I have to watch it though. Yeah, dude, you should watch it. It's great. It's on Netflix. Yeah, it's on Netflix. That's why I, my wife fell asleep late last night, and then I was like, all right, well, it's, it's like ten o'clock, and I'm not tired, so I was like, all right, I'll watch Blue Jasmine, and then I was like, oh fuck, this movie's good. I knew it was Woody Allen, but Andrew Dice Clay's in it, and he's super funny. Louis C.K. is in it. He was also oh, wow. funny. I just watched Bill Burr's uh, special. Have you seen it? No. Live at Red Rocks. Do you like Bill Burr? Yeah, he's okay. He's kind of always got the same thing, but yeah. <laughs> he's always like, you know, this this guy, get fucking talking. Like, yeah, right? Yes, but less Italian. But yes. Sure, you, were, sure. you, were, you, were, you were merging into Sebastian Man's I was, joke. I was trying to just to talk like him, yeah. Yeah, it's good. Hey, man. All right. Well, um, tell everyone about me at the all-star game mm-hmm. also tell them that i used to pitch so if anyone needs you know if there's like a celebrity softball game mm-hmm. i'm down um you know i haven't thrown professionally ever right. um and i haven't thrown a baseball in a live game since 2007 so okay. just give them some context but i am ready to go in and would love any you know any money that they would like to give me um yeah i'm just trying to get uh some batting practice at the field um Dude, told. you should do a Clay Thompson thing. Dress up as Kyle Schwarber. Maybe they'll think you're him. Get you a fucking Phillies jersey. Get just get his attire. Get get the Phillies All Star hat and just walk around with a bat. Yeah. How tall are you? Six foot on a good day. He is. Give me a second. Your height and weight. He's six foot, dude. Is he? Yeah, He's... six foot two twenty nine. Same height. I'll just wear cleats. Just do it. Put some sunglasses on. I bet you could do it. That would be great content. Who's ever shooting stuff, try to do the Schwarber thing. And you'll be like, you'll be on the field anyway, so you can't get kicked out. Just pretend you're him. I think that would be hilarious. Deal. I'll wear this hat though. No, dude. 
They'll, no. He would never wear that hat. Why? It's a sweet hat. Yeah, it's a cool hat, but like, why would he wear it? I don't know. It's his team. No. That's not All right. It. Well, if I uh, end up going to jail, I will have your number on speed dial so you can bail me out. Well, man, are we off next week? Well, you want to do it later what? in the week? When do you get back? Tuesday, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, because Tuesday is the All Star game. Yeah, that's why I'm bringing this up. That's why I'm bringing it up. Oh, yeah. I won't be able to do it. I don't have like any of my equipment and stuff. So we'll have to, uh, we can postpone it to like Wednesday or something. Dude, our listeners are going to be, pissed. or I'll be back. No, Wednesday's going to be traveling all day, I'm sure. Okay, man. So. I mean, just, I just want our listeners to know this is on Pete, not me. We'll come up with something. I'm also moving next week. As you can see, the box is behind me. So. Oh, I can't. The next time you'll see me is in my new office. Nice. Yeah, you have a good yeah, setup, baby. right? Yeah. Put Cannot a book, wait. Put Cannot a book, wait bookshelf behind you. Bookshelf. I'm going to do the passing where he's got like this shelf and like all. I'm going to have my Quincy University diploma. No, I'm not going to have that. Absolutely not. What I'm going to have is my Legos. So I got a Millennium wow. Falcon from Star Wars, the Batman vehicle from 1989 Batman, the full Batmobile. I got some cool stuff that you're going to see in the background. Beautiful. I can't wait to see it. Watch Blue Jasmine. Blue Jasmine, everybody. All right, John, I got to go to a birthday party. All right, buddy. Have fun. Thanks, guys, for watching. We'll be back later. Not next week, but sometime after that. Bye. Peace.